Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Kristen McDermott. How are you doing, Kristen? And where are you hanging Great. out right now? <laughs> <laughs> I am in Florida, actually. And thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure having you here today. So Kristen McDermott is a licensed marriage and family therapist and resilience expert. Validated by Duke researchers, Kristen's programs help parents raise resilient teens and grow closer as family units. I think your mission to start building great relationships with your tweens and teens is remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Kristen. <laughs> I know, you know, a lot of people don't like raising teens or they're terrified of raising teens, but it can actually be the best, the best experience. Here we go. Here we go. Should we dive in? Yeah. Let's get to it. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Well, my ideal client is parents. Usually it's moms, but it doesn't have to be, but who are at that point where they're realizing that the relationships they have with their teens or tweens, even like it can happen around, you know, age 10, all of a sudden they notice that their kids are either drifting away from them or it's actually really a strained relationship. And they're, you know, usually often at the point of considering therapy. Like, do I have to, you know, take this kid to therapy because something is going on here and they're worried that it's just going to get worse and worse. Oh, wonderful that you helped them with that. Um, but what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that problem? I mean, a lot of times what happens is that, you know, we as parents have a lot of good ideas about what, you know, what it takes to be a good person and what we need to do in order to have the most opportunities for ourselves. And we forget that we need our kids buy-in. Like we need our kids to be agreeing with the paths that they're on in order for them to really show up and do their best. Because, you know, it's human nature to resist being controlled. And so as kids get into those years where they're supposed to be being a little more independent, if parents start to clamp down, then it just creates this resentment. And then this just, you know, back and forth of like clamping harder and then pushing away. And, you know, it just creates this chasm where they stop being able to even talk to each other. And I think just to, uh, if I understand you correctly, I think the core issue should be trust, that you build up trust over time so that uh, your kids can get to that buy-in much easier, correct? You know, I love that you bring that up because that's what it comes down to. And it's interesting. It's like, you know, what happens is parents say something like, no, you can't do that. And what they mean is, I love you and I'm trying to keep you safe. But what kids hear is, I don't trust you. You can't make good decisions for yourself. And that's the problem, right? They're not speaking the same language. 
Yeah, I agree. Wow. Yeah, you, you just nailed it so perfectly. So before I ask Kristen, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Christine, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? So here's what I like. I think it's such a powerful thing and it is not an easy thing to do, but to invite your child to a listening session. And so the rules are you as the parent are actually going to listen. You're going to set your intention to try not to get defensive, to hear and to not interrupt and to not rebut, to just take in what your teen or tween or child has to tell you. And the idea is like, look, I get that this, this relationship is feeling like we're not hearing each other. I'm going to listen to what you want me to know about how our relationship could be better. And I'm not going to say anything until I go away and try to process what you're saying from my, you know, my least triggered, most compassionate place, and then come back and have a conversation where we actually try to find solutions. So listening well is such an important skill and it's such a gift you can give to your child. And you're never too old to learn that gift of listening, right? <laughs> well, because you know, the thing is, is like a lot of times, especially with our kids, we have an agenda. So you can feel yourself instead of just being curious and gathering information, a lot of times we're just waiting till we can give information, right? We're just waiting for their mouth to stop moving so we can tell them what's better and what they need to do. And that's not really listening. And so it's hard, but it's such an important skill to try to cultivate. Definitely. And I think it's, it's the time when, you know, of course, as these young adults or becoming young adults shift and getting more into their independence, uh, that's when, uh, as parents, you should shift as well and get also and see them as independence, right? Exactly. Which is really hard, but you know, sometimes we have to let them make their own mistakes sometimes, and it's better to have them make it with the small things, you know, than right. Yeah. Then the big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here you. Here you. <laughs> All right, Christine. So what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that issue or maybe in a broader sense also? Yeah. Well, if people will go to my website and I created a page specifically for your listeners. So it's resiliencebasedparenting.com forward slash liftoff. And maybe you'll provide a link so they can go there too. And so I am giving them 30% off of my course, which is called Resilience-Based Parenting. I also have one specific for people who are going through divorce and want to make sure their kids are okay. So there's a discount there also. But both of those courses are, I've realized over the course of doing this for several decades that people need bite-sized things they can do. So these are, you get a 10-minute audio lesson in your inbox. So you can be walking the dog or washing the dishes. And it's just one skill at a time, conversations you can have with your kids. And then if you like that, a couple of days later, you get a, a worksheet you can do with your kids. And then a couple of days later, you get a, re a resource you can print out. So simple, one skill at a time. But these are conversations you can have with your kids that will build resilience in them and in you, but also improve your relationship as you're doing that. 
Wonderful, excellent. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this wonderful resource. And of course, we will put the link in the show description. Thank you for that. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? So what did I say? For, oh, yeah. So here's the question that I thought is that um, people ask me a lot of times, um, what is because everything I do is skills based. So it's teaching parents, teaching skills to their kids, to themselves and to their kids. And so it's like, what's the most important skill we can teach to our kids? And I think if there's one thing, it's to teach your kids to trust their own guts. Like I call that inner wisdom, but to trust their own inner wisdom. And what happens a lot of times is there's so many authority figures in our kids' lives who have better ideas for what kids could, should do that they end up looking outside of themselves instead of realizing that, you know, we can feel in our bodies when something is good, when something's a little off, when a person is trustworthy and open, when maybe they're a little closed, you know, so that like looking within and like, how does this feel to me? Does this feel like something that serves me or not? We it, Kids have that skill, but we need to remind them and help them cultivate that and remind them how important it is. I feel so aligned with what you're saying. So because the, the, <laughs> the, the negative outcomes and effects that you just described, you know, that's how I very too often, you know, encounter client, my clients with, you know, seeking for solutions in the external world instead of the internal world. So exactly. True. Here we go. So this brings me already to my last question uh, to you, Christine. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? I mean, I feel so blessed because I guess because, you know, you do this work too, but because I've been doing this for so long and I have made plenty of mistakes with my children. And as a matter of fact, like, you know, there was a time when I had to go to a, take my whole family to a psychologist, you know, so I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I have learned a lot. And the thing that gives me goosebumps is all three of my children have come to me at different times and said, and this happened really recently with my son who's away at college. He said, thank you for the way you treated me like someone who actually had a say in my own life. You know, it gives me goosebumps right now because like he could see, I know, he could see how so many of his friends were kind of there at school, but they didn't have, like they had been people pleasing or resisting for so long. They didn't have that kind of internal compass where they felt really equipped to handle themselves and know who they were. And he, you know, he gave me credit for that, which was like the greatest compliment I could ever get. Still having a shiver. Thank you for sharing. This is wonderful. <laughs> and, you know, just put your kids in a different context and they, and, and, you know, immediately will start to compare to where you're coming from. And, you know, you never know. It might be a well-deserved compliment that they will give you back. So, Thank you, Christine, for this wonderful Goosebumps moment. And thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you. And I love your format because it's so short and sweet, but it's really, it gets the information out there. So thank you very much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.